Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending for 11 plus years. <laughs> Got many stories to share. Hopefully for at least another year on this podcast. <laughs> My name's Riley. I bartended for a little bit, but I watch a lot of people at the bar. You do watch a lot of people at the bar. Yep. You watch me make a fool of myself the first time we met. If I watch one more person scream about eggs in a cocktail, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> we just all switch to, uh, what's the? Uh, uh, Aquafaba. Yeah. Then we don't then we have to explain that shit to people. Right. Oh, it sounds fancy. Yeah. Now it's should, bean juice. <laughs> let's, just, let's just eliminate egg whites altogether just to make others feel com- more comfortable. Right. <laughs> so on that quick little egg white note, welcome Anders Eckerson. If you don't know who Anders Er, wait. wait, am I wait? Am I wrong? Who's wrong? Who's right? Uh, Erickson. Yes. Okay, I was right. right. Damn Although it! My dad's name was Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Erickson. God, have I been saying it wrong yes, for the two whole years? Time. And I've been and telling you never... the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, oh God, now, now I'm like step out on eggshells. Get it? <laughs> um. So Anders, uh, we. Both kind of started our YouTube. He's another follow YouTube bartender. He has a he's a significantly a more successful slightly, YouTube bartender, a slightly bigger YouTube channel than ours, but a super good friend. Him and his fiance fiance Oz have their own channel under your own personal name. And I'm going to quit talking. And let you say hello. Can I say that again? I was going to say I'm going to stop talking and let you say hello. Oh, gotcha. no! Don't stop talking. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've. I uh, know the both of you through the YouTube community. Yep. yep. And uh, Oz and I started the channel, you know, right around the same time everybody else did, you know, when the pandemic hit. Right. And it's been a whirlwind ever since. Yeah. Yeah. It's Here awesome. Yeah. If you've never, uh, it still amazes me that I meet people that have not seen your channel and, and that, you know, like that's not a positive or negative thing. It's just kind of like, Oh yeah, you should check out this guy's channel. It's like super good. You know? Yeah. You guys do a great job. And uh, yeah. And so how long have you been bartending? Tell us a little yeah. bit about your bartending career. Just a quick little just recap. A little nugget. Elevator pitch. Sure. Yeah. I started bartending in May of 2001. So it's been, I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? I said I was 11. Yeah, 11 plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I started, uh, you know, right after I turned 21 and I uh, didn't really know what I was doing. The whole idea was just to make some money to move to Chicago. So I did that in Northeast Wisconsin, in Door County, where I grew up. And uh, yeah, I did that for a couple of years, moved to Chicago and I continued to bartend. Uh, all the way up until the pandemic, and I was out of a job. But um, it's been quite a ride. Like the, you know, there's so many different kinds of bartenders. Mm-hmm. You've got high volume bars and everything. And all the bars that I've worked at, 
uh, have been very small, very intimate. Right. Um, I've never worked in a bar with a television, um, which is kind of bizarre. Right. But uh, it's, it's been good for a conversation and stories. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. And it, it kind of got me really focused in the actual cocktails themselves. And, you know, having a small bar, it allows you to do that. So, yeah, and it's- here I am. It's always interesting. Like some people think like cocktail bartenders, like myself and you, like we look down upon speed bartenders or diet bartenders. I'm like, absolutely not. That's a whole nother skill set that I do not know how to do. And it takes someone. And I don't mean this like in a negative sense, but just as amazing as what we do. I'm not saying again, we were more amazing or nothing like that, but it's just a whole nother guess skill set that I'm not really familiar with on how to do. I would probably crumble like a little bitch <laughs> if I had to try to like, you know, make 200 cocktails yeah. an hour, you know, right. but right. Cause yeah, I mean, I've, I've certainly had my, my busy nights, but it's just about like, you know, getting everything out there when you go into these huge bars and they're just flying around, especially if there's any sort of flair. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that is superhero stuff. <laughs> right. It's just a, kind of bartending that I've, I'm not familiar with. We, right. we just had uh, lunch with one of our friends and by me, by we, I mean me and Anders, Anders and, and I and Anders and I, there yeah, you go. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Grammar police. <laughs> we should have a little, little, uh, police siren. <laughs> like every time you correct me, it's a little police siren. So anyways, um, <laughs> we also need a button for your rambling. Yep. So we had lunch with one of our other fellow YouTube cocktail. Well, he doesn't do it anymore, but anyways, uh, bartender, bar manager and he told us he has a bar at a high-end cocktail restaurant where they have 12 to 15 bartenders on a friday or saturday night and that's 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 a whole nother level in itself like you know volume that's volume plus making craft cocktails right i couldn't even imagine so his name is gabriel and he works at sexy fish so if you're ever in miami in miami so if you're ever down that way tell him anders Riley and Carl sent you. Okay. Are you done talking now? I think so. Okay. So what do we do on this podcast? <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> so what we do on this podcast is we find stories on the internet submitted by bartenders, guests who see some unique stories. We read them, evaluate them, and have fun little discussions. Then we rate them on a, on a scale of one to five, one being an average story, five being a unique situation that someone has never seen or heard about or just blows our mind. So today we're going to, Riley has a story that mm-hmm. she's going to read to us. A nice little. A nice little quickie. <laughs> God. <laughs> See, you're just. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's easy to do that. Okay. No. And then, and then Anders has a story for us uh, that he's going to share with us and we're going to talk about it and yeah, have a fun little time. So Riley, do you want to get this? Well, first Anders, what oh, are yeah. you drinking? Yeah. See? Stop talking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm drinking a Boulevardier. I uh I had full intentions to have a cup of coffee here, but then I I drank the coffee earlier. So yeah, now I'm on to nice, nice cocktail. What's your what's your favorite specs of that cocktail? Um I do uh two parts bourbon to one part Campari and one part sweet vermouth. That's I think that's the top. Yeah, that's that's what I kinda like is the little bit more bourbon forward on that cocktail. What's your favorite bourbon yeah. to use? So right now I'm using Old Granddad. Nice. It's not the 114, but the 100 proof. The 100 proof, right. yeah. That's yeah. it's it's like it's so funny at the the bar at the hotel I work at when people see that they're like oh my god you have Old Granddad 100 and 114 I'm like yeah it's good 
And then people who don't know it, you just show it to them like, oh, this is good, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm not getting a stop talking look. Yeah. What are you drinking, Riley? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to have to start putting a muzzle on you. <laughs> That's later tonight. <laughs> I am drinking a pina colada riff that I created on the fly and it's pretty good. What's in it? It's got an ounce and a half of toasted coconut rum, uh, an ounce of uh, Hamilton Jamaican pot, pot still rum, the black. Oh, yep. So good. And mm. then uh, liquid alchemix, cream of coco- coconut, lime juice. And some vanilla syrup. And some vanilla syrup. Yep. Awesome. And yes. Sounds good. It's, it's really good. And then I'm doing a riff. I guess, I mean, this is a passion full daiquiri. This uh, bartender in Las Vegas created this daiquiri. And I'm using two ounces of the overproof Demerara run from Hamilton. Three, or I'm doing half ounce of passion fruit syrup half ounce of vanilla syrup, one ounce of lime and two dashes of hellfire bitters. It's a big boy. Right. And that's why he's rambling so much. <laughs> it's great. It's a podcast. You have to be making noise, right? right. <laughs> Just anybody but Not Carl that, can yeah. make noise. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you talking is noise, Carl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the shit on Carl podcast. <laughs> All right, Riley, let's just go with this story and get this fucker over with. Uh, This was from the subreddit bartenders, and it was submitted by the user Dead Cowboy Society 11 months ago. I kind of like that username. Yep. Yep. So it's called Crazy Dive Bar. That's it. (laughs) That's it. And um, just a reminder, these are read verbatim as close to verbatim as possible because sometimes grammar errors are wild. But... Here we go. Are you ready for this wild, wild ride? I'm ready. I'm ready. Someone orders a pizza and being that I'm the bartender and cook, I walk back to make it. There are two doors, one on each side of my L-shaped bar top. I look out the window of my door while getting the cooked pizza and notice one of my regulars sucking another regular's penis. (laughs) Yep. This is my new story that tops a meth head driving around with a goat on their van. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I said it was a quickie. Okay. <laughs> Where do you start? <laughs> Is there an asshole in this fucking story? <laughs> the goat? <laughs> I mean. I, I mean, the guy who kept the goat on their van is an asshole because the goat should not have been on the van. Right. I don't know. Like, you have never worked at a dive bar, right? Because. Anders. Anders. And I right. really haven't. And I've never had any like, there's been some like feeling up, you know, I've seen some of that. I mean, there's know. there's always, there's always sex in the walk-in, but that's irrelevant. Right. But like guests, guests doing it, <laughs> guests doing it out at the bar. I've never seen doing something that over. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you, have you seen anything like that before? Uh, I feel like I, I can't really say anything about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> There, there have, I, I've seen some things, but yeah. I feel like those aren't my stories to tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, and, I, I guess I, yeah. I, and there, there, there's certainly been, um, kind of related is the last bar that I worked at. We had, uh, two 
two bathrooms that mm. were just single stalls. So you could walk in there and lock the door and you've got the whole place to yourself. Right. Well, I, we also had these, um, you know, those really high intensity um, hand dryers. Mm-hmm. I think they're called like accelerators or something. Like that. Yeah. You just put your hand on, underneath it and just this big jet engine takes off. Yeah. Right. Well, there were a couple times that two people would go into the bathroom and you'd hear that thing kick on and off, mm-hmm. like kind of in rhythm. Right. You kind of know what they're doing. You just hear from, from outside the bathroom, you hear. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when you have to knock and like, all right, everybody out. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, like, but like right there at the bar, like, <sighs> are they so much were regulars they, that they just feel comfortable? Like, just like do were whatever? they were they sitting next to each other and one was bent over, or was one like you could just barely see the top of their head on, like when they were on right, the floor? And you see, like you see the top of it up, oh, yeah, up, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, then you have to yeah give them a list of rules, right? right. <laughs> There was, so Riley went to Arizona last year and she went to this bar called Undertow and I made the reservations and I remember like there was a bunch of rules, right? Cause it's like this very little speakeasy where they do a lot of like ambiance stuff. It's a, it's a tiki bar that serves complex cocktails and it seats like 30. Right. And you know, there's, you know, they didn't want you to have your phones out and all this other stuff. And I'm pretty sure one of the rules said, no public displays of affection, basically. That's fair because it was real dark in there. Right. So and, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So it's like something must have happened multiple times for them to put that as the rule, then, right? right. You know, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think the worst. Yeah. I, I, oh, go ahead. I, 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 I was just going to say, I feel like, um, yeah, it doesn't even have to be a, a dive bar, but just a dimly lit bar. <laughs> right. You, you just be wary of the corners. You know? <laughs> Or the booths. <laughs> right. I wonder how much of those also are like drug fueled also besides the cocktails flowing, right? You know, like did they do a bunch, you know, a little bit of Coke before they came down, you know, you know, or a little bit of Molly, a little, a little bit of, bit. you know, a little bit of something, something else, a little, bit, else, this, little, little bit, bit of that, that you know, and, yeah. but you know, maybe, maybe they've been together for 20 years and try to spice up the relationship, you know, <laughs> in a dive bar. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Public sex at a dive bar probably, spices things it's, up. It's probably cleaner than their house then. Oof. So the the worst, I, I don't know if anyone ever having sex in the bathroom at any bar I've ever worked at. The work, like the only closest thing is I worked. At I this, know of people having sex at the bars that he's worked at. <laughs> what? <laughs> Were you one of them? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> what? At the the one in Shoeyville. Okay. Maybe. So I did, I did work, I guess like at this like restaurant, it wasn't a dive bar, it was a restaurant just for a couple months. But this is, this is that story where this woman, she was drinking all night and she was having problems with her husband. She was like significantly older than me. And I think she kind of liked me and it, whatever, it doesn't matter. She was getting drunk and then she went to the bathroom and now I'm closing the restaurant and time goes by and I forget that she's there. Cause you assume she just walked out and left, walked out and left. And then all of a sudden I saw her car outside and I'm like, Oh, she's still here. She's been in the bathroom for like over an hour. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's passed out on the toilet, you know, like, or something. Right. And so I call my boss and I'm like, Hey, this woman's in the bathroom. I haven't seen her for, I, you know, she has come out and I need to go in there to check on her, but I'm calling you just to tell you, this is what I'm doing. Cause I don't, 
Right. I don't want things that cover your cover your bases. Yep. And so I kept him on the phone while I went in there. And yep, she's passed on the toilet. You know, pants down, pants, panties down to her ankles. And I'm like, oh my god. And he's like, just just be respectful. I'm like, I know, but this just sucks. This just sucks, right? So I'm like trying to wake her up, trying to help her, you know, pull her pants. pants, you know, and stuff. And then all of a sudden, she comes to. And she goes, I'm driving home. I'm like, please don't drive home. Like, you are beyond shit face. No, fuck this. I'm driving home. And she just drove home. And I followed her to make sure she got home. And she lived fucking like 20 minutes away. I'm like, oh, my God. But, yeah, that's that's my weird. As long as she made it. Yeah, she made it. But, like, back then it was, like, dark and curvy roads down around Iowa City. Not, more like North Liberty. And you don't know any of these spots. In the country. In the country, yeah. So, uh, kind of similar, probably like in Door County, right? Like people yeah. have these windy, turny roads that they know that they know exactly when to turn left and right. And they could be pitch black and they could navigate it perfectly. And that's what she did. I'm like, okay. Just but, all muscle memory. Right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. 100%. That's that's exactly what it is. So, so on the story, is there an ass? Obviously. I mean, the asshole is the, the person who decided they wanted a blowjob in the middle of the bar. Okay. Is it the person that wanted the blowjob or gave the blowjob? Well, that depends. Was the blowjob um, like requested or was it freely given unprompted? Like, hey, how you doing? You know, it'd be really cool if you sucked my dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, I just ordered this pizza. Can you finish me off before the pizza comes out? Right. That, that, would, be, that would be an asshole move. <laughs> but if the giver just decided to do it, then the giver would be the asshole. Right. And just like, is there anyone else at the bar at this time? Like watching this all well, happen? Two pizzas got ordered and I think they only ordered one. So there were definitely other people there. <laughs> what do you think they're doing? Like TikToking this shit real quick, you know? That's, they're snapping that shit to their friends. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So obviously with bar stories, I, I mean, it's just a ball. I mean, this is a solid four. Just on the ballsy alone of just doing it right there at the bar. I mean, I give it a four. Yeah. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go four, three, four point three. Okay. Uh, just for the, uh, just for the risking the public nudity charge. Right. <laughs> what do you rate this story Anders? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to bump it up even a little more and say 4.4. 4. All right. Uh, I feel like, cause it is such a rare thing to see mm-hmm. and because it is so risky and mm-hmm. there's some, serious detail we're talking exactly what's being sucked here right <laughs> and i and i'm also putting it up against um the story that i'm going to share and, and thinking no that th- this one's better <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i just i don't know weird that's wild like that's never in my mind has it has it ha- never has it crossed my mind no matter how drunk i've been in my life has Performing a sexual act in public been even in on my radar. Right. What makes you think that's okay? I uh, <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, right. It's it's the uh, the fact that yeah, a sexual act is being performed. It, you know, nudity is one thing that happens all the time. Right. right. Yeah. But when it when it takes a step further, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's when you cross a line. <laughs> and it's both of them. They're right. both okay with the, it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you have a better story than that, 
definitely share it with us on our subreddit. We have a subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? You can find it in the link of any podcast platform that you're listening to this or watching us on YouTube. Just click that bad boy, submit it. You can put whatever username you want so we can't figure out who you are with some investigation work. Right. And then also while you're on that podcast podcasting platform, give us a rating. It helps the algorithms to suggest us to other people and also just share this podcast with someone. If you're enjoying it, have a good laugh, share it with your friends and family. So now Mr. Oh my God. Is it Eric and Erickson? Erickson. <laughs> you think you're friends with this guy. I know. I'm not, obviously not. He just deals with me like everyone else. For real. <laughs> He'll get us drunk. It's Everybody okay. Everybody gets my name wrong. It's all good. <laughs> Usually my first name, not my last name, but that's okay. All right. <laughs> all right. It's story time. Let's let's hear what you got to give the world. Well, yeah. Put it that way. There's a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> when when you invited me on, and you said, "Yeah, just share one of your stories." I actually had to think about it for a little while because I do feel like that uh, a lot of the the best stories that I know from bartending, like I mentioned earlier, I, I feel like they're not my story to tell. Right. Um, you know, the, the bars that I work at, they're, you know, pretty small and intimate and people share some really fascinating, interesting, sometimes embarrassing things. Mm-hmm. And I like to say there's like a, a bartender customer privilege thing. Right. So I, I have to think of like the stories that, are really more centered around me as opposed to others. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, the the first one that came to mind for me was actually it happened a long time ago. And it's really more of, of a moment that happened. Um, that is something I haven't forgotten. And I think about quite a bit. And it was when I was uh, bartending up in York County. It's a fine dining restaurant, really small, like eight seat bar. Um, just off of the dining room. It's a fine dining restaurant. And um, this couple came in. I had been working there for two years, I'd say. So this is probably 2003, like 20 years ago. And I was young and I was trying to save money to move to Chicago to pursue acting, actually. And uh, this couple comes in. And I remember she had a Cosmopolitan and he had a Rob Roy. And he was uh, one of those guys that, sits at the bar and takes up as much space as he can and he's just got a booming voice really you know um, a really big presence and uh, we're just kind of getting the flow of service and it's starting to pick up and he's sitting right in the middle of the bar and and I should, I should preface this by saying in Door County it's highly seasonal you know the summer time it's really busy a lot of tourists in the winter time it really kind of dies out so this was in the fall and i was about to move to chicago and i was trying to save up money so this guy knew that you know like things were going to get slow soon and so he asked me you know what my plans were for the off season and i said well honestly i'm just trying to save up as much money as possible to move to chicago and he said oh well i'm actually from the chicago area uh what what is going to be bringing you down there i said well i'm i'm pursuing acting i was like 23 at this time <laughs> i had no acting Asian <laughs> or anything but uh yeah i was gonna move to chicago and, and pursue acting and take some improv and 
just kind of give it a go. So I tell him this and he said, um, all right, well, let's see what you got. And I'm thinking, well, well what, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, I made you your, your drink. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, uh, I want you to perform for me. He's like, uh, move me. <laughs> and I said, move you? what do you mean? He goes, I, I want to feel something like make me laugh, make me cry, make me angry. Just, just, you know, uh, give me one of your characters and, and, and move me, maybe do a monologue you have prepared. And I'm thinking, I don't have a monologue. For I probably should have. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so this went back and forth. And his wife, I could tell, was a little embarrassed. She's rolling her eyes at the whole thing. And I'm starting to feel uncomfortable, you know, because business is, is picking up there. We've got tickets rolling. I'm trying to make cocktails. And he is just like not letting me talk to any other customers. He's like, no. He's like, if you want to make it, he's like, you got to be able to like turn it on like that. And uh, you, you need to pull some sort of emotion out of me. And I'm starting to really get irritated with this guy. You know, I'm like, just <laughs> go away and let me work, right? So I start kind of avoiding him a little bit. Those two start drinking their cocktails and he finishes up his Rob Roy. And at the time, I had my head down. I don't know what I was doing if I was like washing glassware or something. But he says, uh, hey, can I get another Rob Roy? And I chose not to look up at him. So he goes, hey. Can I get another Rob Roy? And so I slowly looked up at him and I said, what did you say? He said, uh, another drink. Can we, can we just get another round here? I said, how dare you? You walk into this bar, you sit down, you take up all this space. You start yelling at me like I'm your puppet. You start saying, hey, make me feel something. Give me emotions. All this kind of crap. What's going on? You know, I'm like, who, who do you think you are? Huh? You think you're going to get a second Rob Roy from me? And I'm like, start pointing at him. And I said, hey, I want you to settle your tab. There's the door. Have a good night, pal. I don't ever want to see your face again. And at this point, he is leaning back in his chair and it starts like rocking. And he's just turning white and he's gasping for air. His wife, <laughs> she, put, she puts her hands on his shoulder and she looks at him right at the side of the head and says, you have to apologize right now. So she turns to me and goes, I am, I am so sorry. Uh, we will settle our tab. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm really sorry. And the guys go, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll close out. And I look up at him and I look at her and I said, hey, do you feel an emotion? Now? <laughs> <laughs> and there was like this, this pause where they were thinking, is he mad or is he not? And then I just burst into laughter. <laughs> they burst into laughter. I made him another Rob Roy. Everything was cool. Right. And they tipped handsomely. So that's awesome. Uh, it was this, this one time I felt like I could actually speak my mind, right. but I could play it off like, no, right. go. this is just a, a bit. That's awesome. That's <laughs> because like, we want to say that to half, the, not half the people, but there are times that that scenario comes up. And you just want to just lay into them and you just let right. that kind of like manifest more and more. Cause he was getting like, right. He's getting agitated cause you're not doing it. He's trying to like, you just need to do it. Well, because he had like this, from what it sounds like, he had this like air of importance where it's like, well, prove to me that you right. can be an actor. Why do I owe you a goddamn thing? Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I would have loved to sat there. Just <laughs> like, Watching this guy. Another customer's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. This is amazing. Yeah. And the bar, it was a separate room from the dining area, but, you know, it's a big open space. And, mm -hmm. and certainly there were people that were sitting at the tables thinking that I was really pissed at this guy. <laughs> so for the rest of the evening, like people were coming up and they're like, Hey, was everything okay? What was with that guy? You know? 
we were just having fun. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's like, yeah. Cause that's, I mean, it's so funny that he didn't even like catch, catch on that. That's what you're doing. Right? right. You know, like he forgot that's what he requested because you just, it was timing, right? Like right. you timed it perfectly right. to set it all up. Right. And you know, like, were yeah. you consciously doing that or was it just kind of like building up to it and you're just like, fuck it, let's just go, you know? Right. I, I, so I, I knew I wanted to do something to surprise him. Right. And so I just kind of like let it die out. And, and clearly he, he thought that, okay, this isn't going to happen. Um, and then when he asked for another drink, that was like the moment of like, yeah, okay, this is, this this is where I'm going to lay into the guy. I also, you know, had been watching him to make sure that I was comfortable enough with this guy, you know, right. to where I could pull this off. Right. So, you know, I could see how he would interact with other people and everything. And he seemed like a pretty, pretty chill guy for the most part. Right. Um, why it, it stuck with me was just the look on his face. Like he started, you know, we're on, he's on bar stools, a bar stool, not multiple. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the way he like, kind of threw himself back and he was so shocked that this was happening like i thought he was going to fall backwards <laughs> his wife thought he was going to have a heart attack <laughs> he just, like, went white in the face and he couldn't say anything and i i just i just ate it up it was it was just a a, a fun time where i felt like i i got him you know right i love those moments where like you feel comfortable with that guest i mean i guess at the end of the day you think you feel that comfortable, right? Like you're always gambling, like how comfortable you have this like interaction. Like how much, how much leeway do I have to do say I, something that might get me fired? Right. <laughs> well, right. let's not, right. let's, I can get fired every other word that comes out of my mouth, but, um, but right. yeah. Might <laughs> the operative word. Could. But it is fun. Like, uh, oh, I can do whatever I want with these two or four or six and they will just, eat out of the palm of my hand. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's just, they're here to have fun. They're and, having a good time. And you're delivering that. I'm delivering all And that. sometimes light yeah. ribbing is mm -hmm. giving that. Right. Anders did heavy ribbing on that one. <laughs> he, he, he was no, like. No, 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 no. I, I, like, so if we're talking about who's the asshole in the scenario, the guy who said dance monkey mm -hmm. is the asshole. Like he, he was probably doing it in good fun. And he was probably thinking he was helping you, but that's still, he's still an asshole move. Like, oh, you want to, you want to be an actor? Prove to me you can be an actor while you're doing your job. That's still an asshole right. move. It's dance monkey. Dance. Did he say, yeah, did that's this, exactly what it was? Yeah. Did he say what kind of like job or did he have any background in like in acting or entertainment world? No, he's or just from Chicago. Oh, no. No. Yeah. He, 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 uh, yeah, I think he was just trying to, I thought, I thought he was kind of be, you know, he's trying to be funny, right? He's trying to be helpful, but yeah, he had no okay. Uh, as far as I know, maybe he did right. <laughs> casting director of some major theater. Right. <laughs> It'd be so funny now. He sees you now. It's like I remember that doucher twenty right. years ago. He almost gave yeah, me a heart attack. Right. Now he's just doing YouTube. Ugh. Right. That guy gives me the same vibes that I get. Like when I say, "Yeah, I like metal music," and guys who don't think girls should listen to metal music are like, "Oh yeah, well, what are your favorite bands?" It doesn't yeah. matter. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't have to prove myself to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is that like I don't you know, like right now? I'm just serving you a drink. You right. Know? Like I don't know who you are, and I'm not gonna give you a show. Right. And I'm in the middle of my job right now. Yeah. Like, right. I'm exactly. doing my job. Yeah. Right. What's uh, 
oh man, what, what stupid movie is it? I think it's where they turn this old high school or something into like a college to make their parents think they're all going accepted. To yeah. And the guy is like dressed up in a, in a hot dog wiener yes. costume and he's just like, ask doing me things. about my wiener. Ask me about my wiener, you know, and stuff like that. Like that should have been your prepared monologue. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that movie was not out yet. When <laughs> no, happened. it absolutely was not. Like, I just think that, right? This yeah. is like some, I don't know, but. Pull out some Shakespeare in love or some shit. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Okay. So this is actually like the most, like we've all had, per I mean, on the podcast so far, people give very personal stories. This is like the most, this is a very different type of story. Right. right? So, I mean, there's really, yes, he, the, not, Anders, but the other guy, the guest, is kind of the asshole for pushing right. nonsense down his throat or right. just wanting, like, yeah, dance, monkey dance type thing. Um, hmm. What do I do? Um, this is one of the harder ones to so get. Anders, if you had to rate this on a scale right. of one to five, what would you give it? Well, that's tough because you have to think about what the story mm -hmm. has and what it doesn't. We have. No real drugs other than alcohol. Right. No nudity. We have no <laughs> sexual activity. Overall, it probably rates pretty low. But it's but probably, it does. But then like a two point four. But then it does rate eight. really high on audacity. Like it has a lot of audacity. It does. Yeah. So and, it rates uh, pretty high there. I, so the re like I really like it because it's um it's just something that I think about all the time. Sure. And in the moment, it was an, a big enough thing to where everybody else in the restaurant was kind of a part of it right yeah but um yeah as far as like bar stories go it's not really risque no i i don't think these stories always have to be risque to be to be higher number but i'd say i get i'm gonna give it a 2.8 okay. because i think because of other the guests or the other guests coming up and asking you because there was such a a moment, right? However long that moment lasted, right? A couple of minutes or whatever like that. They were, they were like, Oh my God, how, like what, what, you know, you know, like right. everything. Okay. I'll give it 2.8. I am going to, I'm going to break our rating system a little bit. Oh dear God. Um, I'm going to give it oh. a 3.5. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, that's passable. So, <laughs> that's passable. So here's the thing. Does this happen frequently? Yeah. Like things like this. Oh, you like. Mm -hmm. Guests try to push the bartender's limits during like right. super busy times. Right. when They're like, this is not the time to be doing that. Right. Um, I'm going to say it gets extra points because um, this is the first time I've heard of it happening to a man. Okay. And uh, I'm sure it does all the time, but this is just the first time I've heard of it. And mm -hmm. second, because. The my emotional response to that would have like I would have been beat red almost in tears. So like my my emotional response, putting myself into the situation with the empathy I have, I would have been so pissed and I would have held on to that story for 20 years also. And the fact that you've held on to it for 20 years deserves more points. And that he can remember the two drinks he made for them. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah, because that's, that's how I, sh I should have known right there that I was going to be a lifelong bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Riches they had in their hands because the emotional response was so high and and high enough to remember this story out of all of the interactions you've had as a bartender for twenty years. It it needs to be higher than a three, I think. 
this is this is why I married my wife for or married you. <laughs> married my wife. But I mean, you know, I'm gonna change mine to a 3.2. Okay. She's right, I'm keeping mine down to I think I said what 2.4 or something. Yeah. I don't know what I said. Yeah, I'm keeping it there. 2.4. Cause like like because like you are now rating on all the stories that you've had, right? They're so like one of these days. All four of us are just going to drink and we're just going to tell each other stories. That will that'll be like <laughs> off the record. And we're like, damn, yeah. you're right. That was just a 2.4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's funny. You, you uh, as you know, like you accrue all these stories. Mm -hmm. And um, when I, you know, later in my bartending career, I felt like a lot of craziness happened around me. But like I, in a way, I was. I could anticipate that this crazy thing was going to happen. Yep. I was just more in control of my domain. Right. But some of these stories that I have when I was first starting out bartending, sure. everything was so new to me. And I feel like they're all like little lessons, you know, like how I learned, you know, what a perfect Manhattan was, or, you know, the one time I got my life threatened over a rusty nail. <laughs> wait, wait, where's that story? Is that next time. Save next that for next, next time. time. Right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Death by Rusty Nail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what you should name a riff on the Rusty Nail right. cocktail. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> or how about this? You and I each try to make a drink called Death by Rusty Nail, and we'll see what we each come <laughs> up with. Have a showdown. Have a showdown. Death by Rusty Nail. All right. That's a great idea. Okay. Be a, a mashup of a rusty nail and a death in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what a death in the afternoon is? I've vaguely. If I, it's absinthe and champagne, I correct? Say, I knew it was, I knew it had champagne in it or had it at absinthe. Had absinthe in it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> My mind is just like <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's a dumpster fire right now. Because you put 151 Hamilton yes, in that decorator. That was a dumb idea, Carl. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> all right. So now what we're going to do, uh, I guess, first of all, Anders, is there anything that you like to plug or tell people to go check out of your projects that you have going on? Oh, yeah. Plug time. Uh, yeah. Check us out on YouTube. Anders Erickson. Um, weekly uploads, videos. Then we're trying to build a community on Patreon nice. that are, are uh, you know, willing, able to support. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we've got some some merch going. I've got a coffee brand. That coffee. How, that, that's going, it seems that's going pretty well, right? You guys are always like sold out, you know, it seems like, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're um, actually working on some other things to do with it, which hopefully in the next, let's say, month or so. We want to launch um, some little new things regarding the coffee. I don't cool. want to say too much. No, you're good. Got to build that. Build intrigue. the suspense. <laughs> little teaser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, note to self, budget, yeah, money but... to order coffee. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> By that time, we'll need to buy coffee, so it'll be perfect. Right, exactly. Nice. Cool, nice. awesome. So what we're going to do now is we're going to do our Patreon last call. We're going to talk to Andres more about dive a little bit more into bartending in Door County and his YouTube journey. And then he worked at a bar called the final ward, correct? Uh, it was ward eight. 
Ward eight. That's it. Okay, the final ward. I knew it wasn't that. I was ward like, that's eight. a cocktail. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, ward, created yeah, that. You know, it's, but ward eight is yeah. also a cocktail. Oh. Yeah, we've yeah, had it before. Exactly. Um. So yeah, we're gonna. If you wanted to support us, uh, go head over to our Patreon. Do you want to start tab? It's just just a small three dollars a month, and we. We interview all of our guests and Riley and I will eventually add some more content about ourselves. And yeah. So yeah. And just remember, don't be a dick, tip your bartender and drink responsibly.